number six. Nice surprise from over at Safeco Field. The Mariners in action at 1240 today. Get away game. They'll head down to San Diego. Take on the Padres. What is a four games in a row against the Padres. Two games here and then two games on the road against the Padres down in California. Joining us from across the street at Safeco Field. We're live from Jimmy's on first is Mariners reliever Joe Bimel, uh, who uh, steps to the mic. Joe, thanks so much for taking the time on a game day. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Hey, not too bad at all. I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I I, I want to ask you, I, I know that you have some history with Tony Gwynn, and I, I'm a huge, was a huge Tony Gwynn fan, and rest in peace to him. I think he's one of the purest hitters that I've ever seen play this game. And as a pitcher, when you're trying to approach getting out Tony Gwynn at the plate, and you had to do that in your career, uh, give me what was going through your mind about how to try to get that guy out. Uh, well, first of all, uh, my rookie year, we went over the scouting report um, before I started, and uh, Lloyd was actually my manager at the time, and he's like, hey, uh, usually, you know, we give you a scouting report on this guy, but he doesn't really have any weaknesses, doesn't have any holes, so uh, just try and throw it right down the middle. He, you know, that's something <laughs> he'll least expect, and uh, so I took that advice and did that first at bat, and he cracked a double off me. And I was like, eh, I might have to go into my bag of tricks here and see if I can get them out some other way. And ended up getting them out the second time. And then the third time, I ended up giving up a home run to him on a hanging slider that ended up being the final home run of his career. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, now, Joe, I mean, is, is that a badge of honor? I mean, do you, do you feel honored that, that you gave up the final home run of such a distinguished career? Yeah, I actually do. You know, at the time in the game, it wasn't that cool. And, you know, afterwards, I was like, I was like, I think that might be uh, the last one that he hits because it was in August when I faced him. And I ended up watching the box scores throughout the rest of the season. And it was the last one. So I do take that as kind of a badge of honor. Hey, Joe, is there any other any other lefty you faced in those lefty lefty matchups that even comes close to the level of a Tony Gwynn. I mean, who, who is particularly, who's like the next toughest lefty that you've had to get out? Um, yeah, I, no one really compares to him. He was so good, and uh, he could just hit everything. It was, you know, he didn't, I don't think he ever looked or guessed for a pitch. He just reacted, and those are the most dangerous hitters to face. Um, you know, I faced Barry Bonds quite a few times through my career, and and actually had a lot of success against him, but he was another one of those guys where every time he came to the plate, you know, he could he could do some serious damage. Hey, tell me for you, Joe. You're 37 years old now. You've gone through Tommy John surgery. I mean, you, you've done a lot to be up here and and you know with the Mariners and and pitching very well. The bullpen has been absolutely fantastic up to this point. Tell me for you personally what this journey has been like over the last few years. Uh, it's been a great journey, you know, the ups and downs. I, I appreciate it all because, you know, when you you have a little bit of struggle or you have something that doesn't really go your way, it makes the better times, you know, makes them that much better, makes them great. And, uh, you know, I, it, it definitely has been interesting. I uh, missed all of 2012, so it was the first year and since 1998 that I hadn't played baseball professionally. And it was, you know, a little... I had to make an adjustment. It was a little, there was some getting used to it, but uh, 
Uh, last year, I, I pitched in AAA for three years, and that was not cool at all. <laughs> I did not enjoy that. What was much the worst rather part? Be in the big leagues. What you hate about uh, it, Joe? I think, I think just the travel. You know, you're you're getting up at 4 a.m. for flights uh, that day, and then you gotta you're expected to play. You know, be at the field at two and and play that day, and it gets a little tiring. But um, also, there's nobody in the stands in some of these places, and it's, it's kind of hard to get yourself up and get yourself ready for a game. Joe, why do you think you've been so successful this year after not pitching in the majors for two seasons? Uh, I think just that I'm healthy. 2011, I started having a little bit of arm problems and, um, you know, tried to pitch through it and then ended up having Tommy John the next year. So I basically lost three years from that, and now I feel good every day. You know, I'm able to get myself ready and go out there and pitch with the stuff that I'd been pitching with, you know, the years before that. Hey, you seem like a real character, Joe. You got the tat sleeve, you got the long hair, you got the beard that looks like, man, you haven't groomed that thing for weeks. I mean, <laughs> you just look like a character out there. Tell me for, give me a little insight into Joe and what makes you tick. Well, uh, the beard, actually, I don't think I've groomed it for months, not weeks. But <laughs> I, uh, Do you wash that you thing know, with shampoo? Tell me uh, about that. No, no, no. I have my own beard wash. I can't, <laughs> you, you know, you're not supposed to just wash it with anything. you got to have the <laughs> regular beard wash and the beard bombs. Oh, yeah, you got to keep it so it's not frizzy. But uh, <laughs> I ended up. I was actually Wolverine for Halloween this past year, so I grew oh, out no. like the Wolverine facial hair. And then the day after, I shaved it all off, and then I started this beard, which I didn't know I was starting this beard. I just kind of let it go and uh, just saw where it went, and now I'm, like, totally committed to it, and I'd feel bad if, if I did shave it off. It, do you and the rest, it seems like right now there are a lot of guys in baseball that have the big beard. How does yours compare? To, do you make fun of Dustin Ackley? Like his has kind of got an Amish look to it, like he trims it up <laughs> in a circle. Uh, I mean, yeah. tell me about this. There, is there a competition out there for the best big beard? Uh, actually, one of my friends from home were having a competition. Uh, he's only growing a goatee, though. So I'm like, oh, that's, that's not really a competition. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I give Ackley crap all the time because he uh, he cuts his, like, constantly. Like, you just got to let it go if you're going to have one. Just, you know, see how big you can get it. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't trim it up like that. Come on. And I, I love your walkout music. I'm a huge Johnny Cash fan. And you got God's Gonna Cut You Down, I've heard, is your walkout music. And I love it. Is Johnny Cash one of your favorites? You just like that song? Tell me, tell me how that came about, Joe. Yeah, I love Johnny Cash. I love that song. Um, I actually wanted to use it in 2007, I think it was, with the Dodgers. And they played it one time, and then they wouldn't play it anymore. I think the owners didn't like it or something. How do you and, not love Johnny Cash? That yeah, is I, don't, I have no idea. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so then I went to Washington in 09, and they kind of played it every time. And then uh, Colorado, they played it every time. And Actually, here they've only played it once. No, they so need to do it a little more. Disappointed. I think it was uh, they played it the one day, and I gave up two runs. So it was like <laughs> not good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember that part of it. That was like one of the few you've given up all year, Joe. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think I've only given up four. So yeah. those two were kind of a big deal. <sighs> I, 
Joe, I can remember going back to spring training, how excited Lloyd McClendon was to have you back. And uh, uh, he was already, even as you were battling for a roster spot, it seemed like in his mind he was making plans and knew exactly how you fit uh, on this team. Uh, do you have the same affinity uh, for, for playing for Lloyd McClendon? Oh, absolutely. He was, you know, he's the manager that gave me my first shot in the big leagues. Uh, I came up, never pitched in AAA before, and made his team out of spring training in 2001. So, you know, it was one of those things where he took care of me as a younger player. And, and when I came up here for my physical in January, I talked to him a little bit, and he just said, hey, get yourself ready. You're a veteran guy. You know, we know you're healthy now, so just get yourself ready. Don't put any extra pressure on yourself to try and make the team. He's like, at the end of spring, you'll be on there. And, I, you know, I just went into spring, went about it the way I usually do. Uh, it was kind of nice to not have that added pressure of like, oh, no, I got to make this team. You know, what's going to happen? And uh, it ended up working out great. Hey, when I think of uh, Joe Bimo, I think of a guy who's going to pitch a lot. You know, I, you, you threw 83 times, uh, made 83 appearances once for the Dodgers couple times in the 70s uh you know some a few more seasons in the high 60s um this year obviously i think the mariners have been uh, a little more economical in their use of, of you even though you're going to wind up still you'll still probably wind up uh you know if everything goes right 50 something appearances uh, do, do you think they're using you uh in a manner more of sort of uh preserving you or 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 picking and choosing their spots wisely, or do you think that's just that's just the way it's gone this year with the bullpen? Well, I think it's the way it's gone. Uh, I don't need to throw 80 games or 70 games anymore. You know, I'm 37 <laughs> years old, so I'll I'll take 50 or 60. But uh, I think just being in the American League, um, you know, it cuts down on a lot of relievers' appearances. I've spent most of my time in the National League, and you're. You know, you got to hit for the pitcher. So if it's a 2-1 game going into the 6th or 7th, uh, you're going to pinch hit for the pitcher, and, you know, you're going to have more opportunities as a reliever to get in there. But, uh, you know, I love the way I've been used this year. I've, I've thrown more full innings than I have in a long time, and, you know, I'd much rather do that than just come in and uh, face a lefty maybe two or three times a week and, you know, only get, you know, you get those appearances, but you're not really getting the innings. And you talked about your success uh, against Barry Bonds, uh, particularly with the Dodgers. There was that two-year stretch where he was only one of 16 against you. Um, do you remember, Joe, all the success against Barry Bonds, or do you remember the fact that his one hit against you was a solo homer? <laughs> I remember it all. I remember the homer. Uh, that was I was actually starting that game, and I was not a very good starter, so... We can just erase that one. It doesn't even count. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I always enjoyed facing him. I grew up watching him as a as a pirate, and I was a huge pirate fan. You know, I grew up like two hours from Pittsburgh, and that was our team. So I enjoyed watching him play, and then to be able to come up to the big leagues and actually get out there and face him. Uh, you know, I took a little different approach, I think, than most people. I just attacked him and, and tried to throw him strikes, and I felt like if he if he hits it he hits it you know he's he's done it to many people before me so uh you know that was my strategy going into facing him 
Well, Joe, we appreciate you uh, hopping on. It's great to chat with you, get to know you a little bit. I have enjoyed what you've been able to do for the team this year. Continued success. You guys right now, the bullpen, I think, has been just stellar this year, and you've been a big reason why. So continued success, Joe. Go get them again today, okay? Okay, thank you very much. Appreciate yeah, it. yep. Thanks for joining us, Joe. That's Joe Bimel, who I like this guy. I like watching him pitch. I like the 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 whole look. He said the beard weeks. I haven't groomed that thing in months. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's looking all shaggy, and I love that he's making fun of Dustin Ackley because his shaggy beard is trim. I mean, haven't we all thought that? Like, Dustin, are you letting it go, or are you trimming it? What What do you got going on, Dustin? So he makes fun of Dustin for keeping his beard too trim. <laughs> That's good stuff. You know, he, he's a great character. When he was with the Dodgers, uh, uh, he kind of became, uh, what do you call it, a, a cult hero? Um, yeah. And fans actually made these YouTube videos uh, that called him the, the legend of Joe Bimel. And um, he's one of those characters. He's very consistent. <laughs> he's very uh, reliable. Uh, he's a huge character in his look and everything. And you can have a lot of fun with him. I think that's what we're, we're missing. And that's what a, a summer of having a competitive, uh, contending baseball team would do. To be able to just really strike the creativity. Imagine this, at least in this era in which Twitter has exploded. Um, we've not had a dominant, great Mariners baseball team to be able to follow every day. And in social media, uh, as big as social media and as big as some of the things they've done that are cool on social media with Happy Felix Day and all of that, imagine if every single day, you know, you could look forward and almost expect this ball club to win or at least play well, uh, what that could do. And we could have tons of Legend of Joe Bimel type things. There's enough character and there's enough uh, personality on this team where you could have a lot of fun with them, but they got to become a team that becomes, you know, you know, a 550 and above winning percentage type of team. He is, uh, he has a second best ERA in the Mariners right now. He has been really good. One and one, one sixteen ERA and yep. twenty four appearances. Yeah, he's, it done. he absolutely. So it's good to see that. Uh, moving on, we do the ten at ten. A big surprise there, calling in. Always good to hear from one of the Mariners. They'll get going uh, a little over an hour from now at twelve forty. We'll head over there, and I want to hear little Johnny Cash today. I want him to enter the game. I want him to hold, have another scoreless inning. And this time, he's not giving up two hits when he's out 